How would you like to get a third of your total real estate business coming straight from Instagram? That's the tactic. That's the strategy we're going to break down in this week's episode of This Week in Marketing with special guest Shannon Manjin, who, like I just kind of alluded to, gets a third of her business. And it's not a little bit of business. It's a lot of business straight up through her Instagram marketing efforts. This is a conversation whereby we break down all the nuances, all the tactics of actually building out a strategy on Instagram that attracts business, that wins referral business from the people who already know you and follow you. But more than that, it enables customers who want to work with somebody just like you to discover you on Instagram. I can't wait for this conversation. So if this is your first time on This Week in Marketing, make sure you tap that big red subscribe button so that you can get notified of whenever we publish new videos just like this one. But anyways, I'm giddy. I want to get onto the content. So Shannon, welcome to This Week in Marketing. We're so glad you're here today. Hey, Jason. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So let's just kind of kick things off for a second. Can you give us a quick context of your business, like an overview, um, where you do business, the nature of your, is it a team? Is it solo? Just give all the viewers a sense of your business. Absolutely. So I run a team, just my husband and I, and this year we just hired a TC. And then we also have an, a virtual ISA that does some outbound calls for us. Um, but otherwise it's just the two of us. And we work in Austin, Texas, mostly focused on the hill country part, which is over to the west out in the suburbs. Okay, I love it. And then give us a sense, just so if you don't mind going on the record for this. So I know you had a good year last year, and I know you're having an even better year this year. And I want to put some numeric quantitative metrics to your business because I want to tie ultimately Instagram to this is going to create an impact financially for you if you leverage the, uh, the platform properly. So can you kind of give us a sense of GCI? Are you comfortable sharing that? Absolutely. Um, so this year we're on pace to almost double our GCI from the previous year. Um, we sold about 13 and a half million last year. And this year we are already at 18 and a half with a bunch pending in our pipeline. Um, so yes, we're, our, our goal is to double our production from last year. That's super exciting which leads perfectly to the next question. So you had mentioned that, you know, over the last few years with everything that's been happening, that you had to kind of shift and pivot your marketing strategy because certain things that you were relying upon, you just simply couldn't do any longer. And what's crazy is we've already foreshadowed into the now present that whatever shift you made was massively effective in terms of producing more business, but kind of talk to us about what you and your coach did to pivot your marketing mix over the last few years. Absolutely. So in 2020, just to give you some background, my husband had just quit his job as a successful software engineer. So that put some added pressure onto us. I was um, relying heavily on listings. We were going to do open houses, lots of in-person events. Obviously, we had to shift from that because everything kind of tanked in the spring. And my coach at the time um, was just kind of pushing us forward to stay positive and she said, focus on skills you can build if the business is down. And as soon as everything gets back to normal, which we thought was going to be a couple of weeks, um, she's like, you'll, you'll at least have built some skills. So I was trying to really find a way of just talking to people since we couldn't do the open houses, couldn't see people face to face. So I decided to go in on video and I just picked Instagram because I already liked it personally, um, but was not really generating leads from it. So that was where I started was I'm just going to start putting out little market updates once a week on Instagram. And so specifically you mentioned video too. So was it a video first Instagram strategy? 
Um, I had been posting to Instagram, but it was mostly like just sold, just listed with random pictures of <laughs> food I ate, my dogs, you know, just personal stuff. And, and you know, that, that was kind of what I, I was seeing other agents do. Um, so I listened to Tom who just said, you need to be the voice of reason and your voice needs to be louder and cut through the noise. So I started off just putting out, um, market updates, which looking back were so horrible, <laughs> bad lighting, my husband holding the camera, you know, and this was before reels came out. So I was just doing like once a week, just putting a video out there. But just by doing that, it did um, boost my engagement. I noticed I started getting more comments, likes, and interaction from my followers. Um, and so I decided just to, okay, there's something to this. And when Reels came out later in 2020, that's where I kind of found my groove because they were more my style and um, I, I could have fun with it. And so once I really started doing the short form video, that's where I started seeing um, a change in my business. All right. So talk to us just high level today. How would you describe to us your Instagram strategy? The biggest thing that helped me with the, with the transformation of, of going from like posting to what I call prospecting was number one, you have to have a clear audience which I did not have before. I was just, you know, I serve Austin and I was posting random stuff, getting ideas from other agents. And so I really had to think like, who is my ideal client? And for us, it's someone that is already a homeowner out in the hill country in the suburbs that's looking to upsize or downsize. Once I had that in mind, um, then every piece of content I create, pretty much every post is thinking of that person in mind. Like, what did they need to hear about? And so I'll start, you know, my videos, okay, do you need to upsize your home, but you're not sure where you're going to go, or you want to move, but you don't want to move twice. Um, you're, you know, you want to sell, but you're scared of getting into a bidding war when you buy, you know? So I just talk directly to someone as if they're already a homeowner, but they need to make this transition. And because of that, I can honestly say we've attracted more people that are, are our ideal client um, we've gotten into a little bit higher price points, which has also helped our business. And I'm doing less uh, running around all over all over Austin, <laughs> and I'm kind of staying more focused in our niche area, which has been super helpful. So I want to go deeper on this idea of defining your audience, your ideal avatar customer upfront, because yeah. I 100% am behind you. That is mission critical to doing any kind of marketing, Instagram or whatever. What would you say to the new agent who's watching? They're brand new. They just started and they're like, I don't have any deals at all. And I can hardly be aspirational in terms of defining who I'd like to get business from. I just want anybody right now. How would you direct them? I still would think you need to be focused on, I mean, like a certain geographic area or, I mean, if your groove is you love working with first-time buyers, then talk about first-time buyers. If you are burned out with first-time buyers and you then focus on first-time sellers, that's kind of the next step up. Um, so it could be a style of home that you love to sell. It could be a certain area. You're the expert in this you know, in this little town or, or whatever, but you still have to have some kind of focus because if you're not really speaking to anyone in particular, then you're not speaking to anyone at all. You're not going to attract anyone. Yeah, I, I agree. Cause when you said that, it just kind of reminded me of so many conversations I've had with new agents 
where they struggle with the idea of being super targeted on a specific audience because they don't have an audience yet. They're new and they feel like they're unqualified to do that. And the simple point is like, just because you target market for your ideal customer doesn't mean you don't also get business that isn't necessarily that target market. It just means that from a marketing standpoint, you're trying to attract that kind of business. And so I think for any agent watching right now, new or seasoned, whatever, any agent watching, they should heed your words wisely. This idea of just describing who am I after? And I think that you had a really clear picture of this area, homeowners, you knew what you wanted. And so then you're like, well, what do they care about? What are they struggling with? And then you sought to just answer and provide value, valuable information along those topics for those people. And lo and behold, that's what you get more of. Where do you think most agents, and I know I'm generalizing and putting you on the spot here, but where do you think a lot of agents are getting it wrong in terms of how they approach Instagram? Um, well, just from my own experience, I, I actually had an Instagram vlogger look at my account one time when I first got started with this and her um, feedback to me was that my account was very self-centered and she's like, I don't get your personality out of it. And it's just all about you. And it kind of hurt me because I'm like, that is absolutely not me at all. I care about my clients. But what she really helped me realize, she's like, everything you're posting is about you. Like, I just sold this. I just did that. I ate lunch here. I did this. And she's like, you're not giving value back. And I don't know why I would pick you. So you, what are the other, oh, go ahead. I was going to just maybe this pops in my head. Sorry, bad, bad moderator interrupting you. But do you think sometimes agents think that, well, if I put my face on video all the time, or it's me talking, how is that any less self-centered? Because it's the message you're delivering. And so I, one of the big strategies that I've also learned is huge is to not post status updates, but to post content. There's a huge difference. A status update is, you know, like, oh, here I'm out at a winery enjoying a glass of wine because we have a whole bunch of wineries out there. But I could still post that because I, my niche is the hill country. So I could post, you know, are you you know looking for a fun getaway this weekend? I could do a quick video about a winery, tag the winery in there, give tips for the person that wants to go out and do the same thing. So it's changing a status update of just look at me having fun on the weekend to here's something fun you can do on the weekend. Here's what we liked about it. And, you know, you're just sharing something. Um, the other huge thing is I quit posting for the most part. I'll still post some you know pictures of properties, but I quit doing just sold and I'm trying to take all of my just solds and turn them into stories about my clients. To Not like Instagram stories, but actually a story told. Yes. Yes. So I'm trying to capture more testimonials at the closing table. Um, celebration, I call them like celebration videos with music and everything, just capturing the emotion of what it was like for them to get their home. Um, I could come from a data perspective, market perspective, and talk about, you know, the challenge that this particular seller had, but what we did to overcome it. So that way I'm kind of giving some market data, a little bit of our strategies, but I'm not just saying just sold. It's, it's putting that context in that way it makes it relatable and maybe inspirational for some, for someone else that wants to do the same. Now, inquiring minds may be curious, how much time are you spending on actually producing this content for Instagram? I probably spend about one to two hours a day on Instagram, but that, in, that includes a lot of things because that includes, you know, interacting with clients, messaging people. Um, for a typical reel, I, if it's a short, simple reel, I can probably create one of those in about 10, 15 minutes. 
Um, and then I just have to do the editing and caption part later. And something that's helped me is also to try to um, like knock out two birds with one stone. So if I, as I look ahead at my week and on my calendar, I'm looking for where are opportunities where I can shoot and capture some video while I'm already out working with clients. So if it's a closing, I'm going to put in there, ask for a testimonial. Now that I've done some, I send it to the client. So they're kind of prepared, like, hey, while I'm at closing, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. And, you know, that way they're on board with it, you know, and it, it just makes it go a lot smoother. Um, if I'm doing an inspection, I'm doing a walkthrough, whatever, I just look for opportunities of where can I shoot something and just make a quick reel. And all it takes is me showing up maybe five minutes, 10 minutes ahead of time. So I have, you know, a little bit of space to myself and then I can just shoot that video, capture it, and then it's good to go. So this all ties back to the very thing you said from the get-go, which is how do I get my face and my voice in front of people? How do I speak to my audience and my book of business in my local marketplace? And then step two, defining, well, who is that audience more specifically? What kind of business am I looking to attract? Because you're spending an hour or two a day, but really what you're saying is I'm spending an hour or two a day talking to my customers. Is that right? Correct. Um, the bulk of my time is spent um, in DMs, just messaging people. Um, a huge strategy that I've started using is when I do post a piece of content, I share it to my stories and then I will shoot more video in my stories, kind of elaborating, you know, let me explain this real or what happened. I put interactive stickers, polls, and I get tons of engagement that way, but it's also an opportunity to see, okay, who responded to that poll. Now I can message them, ask them questions. Um, I also look like anytime I get a new follower, I try to check out like their profile. Who is it? If it's a new agent or if it's a potential person I've never met, just I look at it as they walked into my open house. It's rude if you don't say something <laughs> to someone that just came into your open house. So I just a simple like, hey, thanks for following my account. If I can see that we have a mutual friend, I might say, oh, you're friends with so and so. Do you live here in Austin? And just simple, you know, just starting a conversation has actually led to transactions where that person starts messaging me back. And um, my goal is to get their information, obviously, like at an open house, I want their email, a phone number. Um, I try to get them to do a Zoom meeting with me. So, hey, do you have 15 minutes to chat? And I have a link on my Instagram page where they can book uh, just a quick appointment with me. But that's my ultimate goal. It's not just getting likes and views or having a video go viral, but it's just, can I generate a conversation and ultimately get an appointment with someone that's on my account? See, I think that is the essence of what makes you successful on social media right there, on Instagram or any social platform for that matter. I think there are a lot of agents and I get it, they're busy, they're selling houses, they're working with buyers. There's a lot, a lot of moving parts. And sometimes social media can be this annoyance where it's like, oh my gosh, it's another thing I've got to go do. Now I've got to do this and I got to do that. But they feel like they have to do it. There's almost like this compulsory, I have to do it or else I'm a dinosaur or I'm behind or I'm not leveraging the low hanging fruit in terms of marketing channels. So they tend to just kind of have this mentality and I'm being a little bit negative, but I'm just trying to make a point. They tend to be like, let me just check the box and say, I got it done. There, I posted, it's done. Oh my gosh, just listed, just sold which I have no qualms with just listed or just sold if it's done in a meaningful value add kind of way. That's the bottom, like, which is what you were saying. But I think a lot of agents just, it's just a chore. Let me just check this off the list and say, I got it done, but not with you. With you, it's okay, 
first comes the view, then comes the like, then comes the DM, then comes the appointment. And this is all about how do I create conversation with these people, whether I, whether they're strangers or not, how do I make them everybody who knows me and I know them and I add value to their lives? And how do I use Instagram as a conduit to eliciting and sparking those dialogues that lead to appointments? That to me is the secret sauce of your Instagram success. I could say the content's great. Like I watch your content. Um, you're funny, you're clever, you're informative and insightful in terms of how you, like you talked about your market updates, but you also do a lot of great like lip syncing trends and things like that. Um, you are a dynamic content creator, but that's not what really does it, is it? That's that's how you open the door, but it's the DMs you're saying. Right. I mean, that's the point of any marketing. If you send out postcards, but no one ever calls you or anything, then it's just you've wasted that time and money. Um, so the same thing, just posting a bunch of videos, it's that first step of, do you know who you're talking to? Because no one's listening if you're not talking to anyone then when they're listening, are you asking them questions? And it could just be a simple, you know, just, just liking something on their page. If it's a friend of mine, if they like something, I will go and check out their page, like something, and then just like, Oh, Hey, I saw you went on that trip. How was it? It's just, you know, normal conversations that you would have in real life. And so, um, that's the key. And, and this business is just talking to people. <laughs> You know, I think I get it now. I think I get why they call it a social network. <laughs> I'm just teasing, of course, but it's totally about networking with individuals. That's why it is what it is. Speaking of social networks, uh, closing question for you. What are some of the trends in the marketing social media context that you're looking at and you're leaning into here in 2022, moving into 2023? Um, one of my goals is just to start doing more collaborations um, with other agents. I'm also... I've been trying to put my clients more into my videos, which has been fun. And especially if they watch me, they kind of already know my style and, um, and most of them are down for it. But I feel like the more collaboration, like if I can tag a client or another agent in it, you get all of their followers watching. Um, a lot of times I'll pick up family members and stuff that start following me because they saw me post something with their son and daughter. And so I'm just trying to find ways of doing more collaborative styles of videos. And that's, that's probably my big goal for right now. I think that's a brilliant technique because everything like in your mind, it seems like everything's about how do I get someone to come say, we want to meet with you. We want to do, we want to go on an appointment. They want to work with you. How do you get them from, we've called it friend zone to end zone, professionally speaking, using Instagram as the mechanism for doing that. And I know I keep like reemphasizing the same point. But this really is the point. You make the content that adds value to spark the engagement. And then you start asking questions and going deeper and building relationships. And then the next, the cherry on top is you start showcasing your clients because remember you set out to target a specific audience and now you're getting what you set out to get. And your audience is the kind of person who wants to get on video with you, wants to be in the content with you, which then sends a really loud and clear signal to everybody else who would like that kind of a thing. Like, Hey, your vibe attracts your tribe. Shannon is the kind of agent where if you're like this, you want to work with somebody like her or her husband and their team. I just, I love what you're building. I love that idea. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. You've been a fabulous guest and I know everybody should have been taking notes and should have gotten a lot of clarity in terms of how should they leverage their Instagram marketing now and going forward.
Thanks so much for having me. It's been fun. Whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever kind of marketing it is, at the end of the day, you can't lose sight of the fact that you're doing it for the sake of building relationships. Real estate is a know you, like you, trust you kind of business. And if you're a stranger, your business is in danger. So whether they know you or don't know you, it is 100% about inviting people into a story that's really all about them and how you are delivering expertise and a sense of being known and knowable by these people to build a community in your local marketplace. I think Shannon is a perfect example of how to execute that on Instagram. So until next week, this is This Week in Marketing.